Blog Talk Radio. All right, all right. Welcome back there, brothers and sisters, to another edition of Young Disciples here on Pine Ridge Warriors Radio. Listen, if you guys are listening to us, you guys are listening to us live on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Pine Ridge Warriors Radio. And if you are also tuning in, you're listening to us live on mixlr.com forward slash Pine Ridge Warriors. Um, listen, you guys, before I bring on our very special guest, um, I have a couple quick announcements here to make. 
Uh, before we get going, first and foremost, listen, guys, we are back here on the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation. Uh, me and my wife, yes, we are live here, and I'll tell you guys, we've got some exciting things to go on here. Um, so, yeah, if you guys want to know more about it, get on our mailing list. Hop over to warriorradiobroadcastnetwork.com and go to the contact section of the page and type out – fill out your con- the contact form right there. So that way you guys can be uh, updated on our new mailing list. I think we just got done sending out a mailing list not too long ago. So you guys, you guys definitely want to get that. And if you guys haven't got that, well, uh, just email me at pineridgewars at yahoo.com. Or Pine Ridge Warriors Contacts at gmail.com, and we'll get you out a copy of that as well. Also, brothers and sisters, we'd like to have your mailing address, so if you guys wouldn't mind, um, mail us or email us your mailing address. Yeah. All right. Um, I think that's about it for right now. Also, brothers and sisters, go over to our webpage, warriorradiobroadcastnetwork.com. Go over to the donate section, and right there, we got a list of ministry needs right there updated. Um, first and foremost, we are looking for an old beater. So if you guys know of anybody out in the Dakotas, North Dakota area, or you guys are even further away, and you guys have an old beater truck laying around, it just it don't got to look nice. It don't even got to drive that great. It's just got to get us from point A to point B, and it has to be four-wheel drive. That's all we're asking for. Um so yeah, brothers and sisters, tonight we got a very special guest with us, um, Sister Sheila Zelensky. Um, before I bring her on, man, listen, you guys, uh, if you guys haven't heard of Sister Sheila Zelensky, go to her website, Sheila Zelensky Show, or WeekendVigilantiWarriors.com, I do believe. And, you know, go check her out. Listen, she's an awesome sister in the Lord. I'll tell you, we've had her on before. You guys love her. We love her. WeekendVigilante.com is her web address, and I think I have that right there in the episode description. And we're going to be touching on a lot of topics here tonight. So without further ado, I do believe this is her. I'm going to bring on our very special guest. How you doing, sis? (laughs) Great. Thanks. It's a pleasure to be back on. It's been a long time. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. It's it, it's been a while. It's been a while, but you know what? Uh, the Lord's working everything out in due time and due season. Amen. <laughs> Amen. That is true. There's there's so much going on. I was just saying on a show this morning. It's you know what? It's almost like every ten minutes, those breaking headlines are yesterday's ancient news. It's ancient history. So there's lots coming at us, fast and furious. Uh, first of all, welcome to, back to the. The Pine Ridge Reservation. Good to. I'm sure the the community is absolutely thrilled to have you back. So, you know, God bless you and your wife for for hanging in there. Good for you. Well, I'll tell you that's. Uh, it, it, I came back to a different resist. Like seriously, there's been a lot going on. Um, it just feels different. Um, even some of the people that we've lost contact with out here, you know, they're they're excited. I'll tell you, I got a I got a big hug from a brother that's like six one. And we call him Larry, but he's like a big old teddy bear man. And he saw me. He's like, "Brother Curtis, come here!" And he about, I was like, "Ah!" You know, he he almost he almost killed me, man. Um, he was so excited. But no, it's it's good to be back, sis. And I want to thank you for that. Um, well, I guess before we get going, sis, do you mind opening up the show in prayer? Because I got you for a limited amount of time, and we got a lot of great topics to cover. Um, I do want to kind of after you know, whenever we begin, I kind of want to talk about what you posted on Facebook um, about the LA Times and kind of what's going on there. That's an interesting tidbit. Um, I was reading up on that whenever you were messaging me back and forth on Skype. So uh, yeah, with that being said, sis, you mind opening up the show in prayer? Well, Father, we just thank you in the name of Jesus. We thank you that in Luke ten nineteen it says that you give us power over all the power of the enemy, and right now we actually exercise that power. And we bind any break, any power of 
witches, warlocks, wizards, witch covens coming against Curtis's ministry in this broadcast. We cover the people listening. Give them ears to hear, Father, tonight. Supernatural favor in what we're going to say, an unctioning of the Holy Spirit. We bind every evil spirit working against Curtis's ministry. We just ask for a special blessing for the people. Father, I ask you to give every single person listening tonight supernatural favor in every area of their life and anywhere where they're suffering in bondage. Father, I just ask that you would uh, give them and give them a special blessing in that area because I know there's a lot of people that are suffering and there's a lot of people going through a lot of stuff and you know what that is. We ask for keen discernment and wisdom that we might be as wise as a serpent but harmless as a dove. And I thank you that you're going to turn, you say in the word, every curse, every deadly curse, you're going to turn it against uh, us for a blessing for your good and our good and your glory. So thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. You caught me off guard there, Curtis, asking me to pray. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, so you, oh, right. turkey. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, sis. I didn't mean to do that. But um, the reason why I do this, because, you know, everything, this, this show, we, we, we here, we're here to serve the one true living God. And listen, sis, I know what you guys do. You get information out there. I mean, I would consider you um, a watch woman. I wouldn't say a watch man, but a watch woman. Um, and, and you're so much more than that, I'll tell you. Um, I, I kind of hate to define and put you in just one little box or one little niche, but you know, you got a couple books out there. You got the Green Gospel, and then you got the, your recent book, um, what is it, Warfare Prayers. Um, if you guys haven't checked that out, you guys go to her website, man. Seriously, you guys can get a hold of her books. Um, awesome reads. Um, but no, sis, I know that you have an awesome prayer language. You have an awesome uh, – I would say the Spirit of God is behind you, and it's just moving in you. So that's why I didn't mean to throw you off guard, sis. That's just kind of one of the things we've been doing here as of late is just opening up the show with prayer. Um, <laughs> no, you know what? Oh, I'm and I'm sorry, glad sis. because – no, listen. I'm glad because you're keeping me on my toes, and – and uh, it's great doing live radio again, too. I love it because, you know, it's just, it's it's keep it moving, keep it rapid fire, keep the pace going, and it's good. Uh, it's good for us to be doing that. You know, it's really funny. I was just thinking of this this morning. I was actually, I was cooking some boiled eggs, and I just thought to, and I said, Lord, bless these eggs. And, like, I'm not kidding, Curtis. When I go to restaurants or, you know, if I put a cheese cracker in my mouth, you know that I actually pray over it. And, there's so many things going on. The other day I was thinking, I was sitting in a mall and I'm going, you know, like any time a kook could just come in here and blow this place up. And I was thinking with all the stuff going on in Manchester, we saw Nice, we saw all, we've seen just all back to back. You know, I don't know what's going on. Maybe George Soros gave Hillary crooked Hillary Clinton the big call, the witch that she is to say, hey, you know what? We're getting a little too much pressure from the Seth Comey thing. Run that Manchester plan, wink, wink. Who knows what's going on with all this stuff, Curtis? But, you know, as I was sitting there, I was thinking, any time, just kaboom, and it's it's all over. Ariana Grande concert, we don't know if that was a false flag, but I'll tell you what, people probably did get killed and slaughtered and butchered, and here's the thing. That could happen just in a moment's notice. Do you know the scripture says that we're, we're not even promised tomorrow? Father, give us this daily bread. That's what the scripture said. It's a daily fight. It's a daily battle. We're we're on a battleground, not a playground, Curtis. And so as I was eating these boiled eggs, I just, I really thought, I said, Lord, bless these. Because God knows, not the frankenfoods and all the stuff that we're just being inundated in this, you know, toxic soup with our food, the air, the Wi-Fi, the antennas, everything else. But 
as I was sitting there, I just thought, you know, we really don't give thanks enough to God for our blessings. And so, you know, it's, it's just a simple thing. Like if we wrote in the book, we we actually have 40 prayers in there, powerful scripture-based prayers. It's called Power Prayers, by the way. And the subtitle is okay, sorry. Warfare That Works. No, no, no worries. But Warfare That Works is a subtitle. And you know what? It does work. And it does. It, it's really important to actually just take the time to pray over every single one of your meals. So those are just simple things as all this climate of insanity is going on. And, you know, we're just getting, again, hit with the kitchen sink every five minutes. It's, you know, some, Seth, if Seth Comey isn't, you know, murdered, it's, it's Pizzagate, Pedogate, Sandusky Gate, it's child sex trafficking. It's just these abhorrent things. Katy Perry's disgusting Bon Appetit video. We're all getting acclimated like the frog in the boiling water right now, Curtis, for just complete debauchery in the world. And it seems like we're, we're circling around the toilet bowl. But you know what? The one difference in all of this is that we have power and authority over the enemy. And God didn't say in that scripture, when you look it up there in Luke ten nineteen, it doesn't say he gave us, you know, some somewhat authority. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll see how it goes. No, he said he gives us power over all the power of the enemy. And when you look up that word in the Greek, it's exclusive, done, finished, not open for discussion, all the power. So you know what? The enemy is mopping a lot of people up to, right now, probably people that are listening Right now on this show, we're getting hit with everything. But I just want to really encourage people tonight, Curtis, we do have power. And I want people to go look up that scripture because, you know, here's the thing, Curtis, if I told you you had an inheritance, you'd be down at the lawyer office in a heartbeat. Come on, people, you know that you're listening. You know that you would be too. And so that's why I just really think it's it's a really pivotal time to, to get with the program. If you are a blood-bought Christian tonight. It's good news, Curtis. Who cares about the bad news? Let's start talking about the good news is all I'm saying. Amen. You know, you're right about this, sis, um, about the whole boiling egg. And I think that's funny because uh, funny in a good way, because, you know, we have at first, you know, I, I the Lord was talking to me about this. He says, why do you not just just thank me for what you're eating? If you don't even got to get religious and bless it. But he says, why aren't you thanking me for what you have? I said, what do you mean? He says, how do you know that this, what you're about to eat, doesn't isn't contaminated with something, isn't contaminated with salmonella or something like that? And these were conversations me and him were having. And I was like, well, I don't. He says, exactly. So why don't you thank me for it? Well, I said, well, I stand on the scripture that says, no deadly thing shall harm me. He says, yeah, but... What if I kind of remove that hedge of protection because you aren't thanking me for the protection I'm giving you? Um, and that might be rudimentary to some of you guys, but to me, I was like, wow, okay. So I started thanking the Lord for things, and you know what? Um, even my lactose intolerant problem has kind of has kind of dissipated quite a bit. Um, I've had some health issues from some of the things I've been eating. You know, um, unfortunately, whenever you're on the go, you don't really have the healthiest of foods. But um, so yeah, brothers and sisters, this this ain't something that's like you know super out there. It, it's true. You got to start thanking the Lord because we don't know what tomorrow's going to hold. And you want to talk about some things about you know the Franken foods and some some of the other major headlines that are going on. Um, speaking of warfare prayer. Something you posted on Facebook really did keep, catch my attention. Um, I was reading it. Now, for some of you, wait, you might wait, laugh whoa, out there, wait but you know what? One, wait, Go hold ahead. on, hold on. One, one thing that I posted caught your attention. Have you read <laughs> my wall? Yeah. That is the most fun. No. That is the most controversial <laughs> wall ever. <laughs> I just had to turn. Well, you know. <laughs> I, 
shit like that. You know, just something you posted just recently. Um, because you know, I, I even though I'm in the house, uh, I'm, I'm in the office. I don't really get like internet where I should. Like our guest, our, our our house doesn't have internet. We're still waiting six months for that to go, and unfortunately, that's where I'm usually plugged in. But um, about what you posted about the LA Times. That to me, I was like, "Wow, this is how true is this?" Because you have a, a coven of witches out there that are networking, and this kind of shows you the sad state for for most Christians too, brothers and sisters. You're not off the hook because if you can have a unity, even for the dark side, to have a unity to get together to pray destruction towards any leader. I don't care if it's Trump or whoever it might be, but any leader. They're going against somebody. You know that we got to start praying for them. The scripture says to pray for the people that are over you. You know, come on. The enemy's praying against them, sis. You, you see that. Um, do you mind kind of like chiming in? Like, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, don't forget that story that I posted. It's not just the fact that, yeah, we get it. There's witches out there and Wiccans and wizards and sorcerers and all these covens that are putting hexes and vexes and all these incantations because you know what that's actually nouveau that's trendy now to be a witch so witchcraft's trendy incantations are trendy these hexes vexes hoodoo voodoo it's all oh you know it's oh vogue it's oh courant and but i've got a news flash for people there's actually a scripture there curtis and this is really interesting how the king james describes this it says in exodus 22:18, i suffer the witch not to live now in other words you shall not allow or permit a witch to live. So, you know, the reason I posted the L.A. Times one was because that was an op-ed piece. And so the L.A. Times itself is admitting that their writers, you know, hey, they don't mind casting spells on Trump. That's an actual contributor to the L.A. Times. And she's basically saying, yeah, you know what? I put a spell on you, Mr. Trump. I'm not really a witch, but I'm just putting a spell on you. What? What is this? Like, you don't. You don't put a spell on somebody unless you're engaging in witchcraft, sorcery. So you're bringing a death curse upon yourself. So all this paganism and Wicca that's on the, the rampage, and it really is one of the fastest growing religions out there. So, But hey, listen, you know what the Bible says? No weapon formed against us will prosper. And that is, is true, whether it's weapons of mass destruction, whether it's Franken foods, that's a weapon. They're weaponizing our food. They're weaponizing the water. You know, there's all these chemtrails. There's all we're getting bathed in a toxic stew, like I said. So we need to be daily doing warfare prayers. We need to be speaking neutralization to all this stuff. Because we actually are protected. Psalm ninety one is not a, a cutesy little joke. It's this is really serious, Curtis. We're gonna have to call upon the Lord in these times when like I said, you know, sitting in the mall thinking, you know, anytime some kook can just blow this place up, we need to be covering ourselves. We need to be calling on the angels. Half of people's angels out there are unemployed. So we need to give charge to the, the angels, it says in Hebrews 1. So we have the ability to, and I'm not talking about summoning angels as in something weird, but do you notice how everything that God gives us and our inheritance, our privilege, Satan always counterfeits it. So it was really a stunning piece that was actually, you know, typically you'll see stuff like, oh, witches are going to get together on the, the 23rd on all these, you know, high-level summer, you know, oct these octane festivals and Beltane and 
all these just weird sort of summer solstice, all this stuff that goes on, people just saying, oh, it's just May 23rd or May 21st, but no, Curtis, these are really high-level Illuminati occult days, you know, very symbolic. It's just like, um, to tie into another headline here, this Manchester thing, you know, I saw something in the headlines and I went, this is really bizarre. Think about this for a sec. So I was reading the headline, this 22-year-old kills 22 people on May 22nd. I was like, um, okay, that's strange. What did he use, a 22 caliber to boot? Like, I mean, 22s are, you know, we know that's a really symbolic number. So 11, 22, those are symbolic, esoteric numbers. So, you know, these people take their crafts very serious, yet Christians are playing church, Curtis. And that's a problem that I have. And I guess I overemphasize it all the time because no one else is really talking about the the urgency for us to be learning how to being taught spiritual warfare. Who's teaching that in their pulpits now, Curtis? Hardly, sis. And that's that's the scary part. That is the scary thing is not a whole lot of churches are. They're more focused on numbers, donations, money than really doing what the Lord taught his disciples to do. Plain and simple. Well, well, Majority well of God Ameri- says it. Oh, sorry, Curtis. Go I'm ahead. getting a bit of a, like a, a delay. Sorry. I just thought you were done there because I was just going to add on to that. You know, it's like Carla has this amazing analogy I want to share with your listeners. When you say, you know, all these worries about money and finances, you know, it is true that God wants us to prosper just as our soul prospers. There is times in our life where God's going to prosper us financially. I just want to throw this in there because, you know, God says he's going to provide all our needs through his riches in Christ Jesus. He didn't say he's going to pad our 401k and fatten our bank account. What he did say is he's going to provide all our needs. And that's where I think there gets into, I mean, do you need a $100 million jet? I don't know. So, I mean, that's where I think things get fuzzy because you've got all these prosperity hucksters Oh, sorry, my phone, I didn't silence it when I was beelining home tonight, Curtis. But you've got all these (laughs) prosperity hucksters that are running around, misquoting scripture, and making it sound like, oh, every day is a Friday. Well, guess what, folks? Back in the early church, for those, the ones that turned the world upside down, I got a newsflash. Every day was not a Friday, Curtis. (laughs) And listen, sis, um, with this, just real quick, just real quick. Um... You're so right about that, that quote about, you know what, God wants us to prosper as our soul prospers. But, you know, prosperity comes in many different shapes, forms, and fashions. Um, okay, yeah, many different shapes, forms, and fashions. For It doesn't necessarily always have to be financial prosperity. Um, you know, whenever people say, how are you doing, Brother Curtis? I'm saying, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, man. I, I, the Lord has been prospering us. They say they, they look at what we have. It's not like we have, you know, a million-dollar home or something like that. I mean – Crying out loud, the only thing in our name right now is a car, but we're very rich. We're rich in the spirit. Um, we have the ability to, you know, touch people's lives, impart what he does. Just as apostle <laughs> just as the apostle said, you know, going up to the man that was sitting at the gate of beautiful, I was reading that this morning. He says, Gold and silver have I none, but what I give, I give on such as unto thee. He says, Arise and walk. To me, that is more um more valuable than gold, than the than the most finest, purest gold and riches. That the world has the offer. Um, now, don't get me wrong, brothers and sisters. The Lord does want you to have, you know, to to be taken care of. He says, "I will take care of all your needs. I know all your needs before you ask of them." And, and so, so what do we need more? We don't need more than that, sis. We really don't. 
But before I got to say this, before we can start seeking natural things, he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and the rest of these things will be added unto you, you know? Uh, so <laughs> that's exactly yeah. This is exactly the where I was going with this wagon wheel, and I forgot to finish it. And I guess you'll appreciate this with you know up in your neck of the woods where you know you have appreciation for horses and wagons. Think about this, folks. If you have a wagon wheel, and you're constantly saying this, think about the middle of the spoke. There's a big hub there. That's what the scripture Curtis just said. You know, seek ye first the kingdom, and all of these other things are going to be added into. What am I going to wear? How am I going to live? How am I going to pay my rent? What am I going to do? You know, my health is suffering. All these things that we're hit with, well, guess what, Curtis? That is true. God didn't just throw that in the the Bible for filler. It is seeking him first and his righteousness. There's a contingency there. His right way of doing things and all these things will be added unto you. And that's not a really hard scripture to figure out. Even a, a grade two could figure you know, seeking God first. That means putting God first. How much time are people spending in their word with God? I mean, they got lots of time for Instagram and Facebook and all this social media, but they got two minutes for a, a quick prayer. No, that that's not going to cut it. God is going to, I believe, give you back exactly what you put into this thing. And if you're just playing, playing around here, you know, with one foot in the world and one foot in the things of God, well, I've got another newsflash for people that is not going to cut it. That's the person that Jesus will say in the end, get ye behind me. You know, get away from me. I never knew you. Well, obviously he knew them at one time, though. If you read that out in the study in the Greek, he was familiar with them at one time. That means your heart was probably in it. But you're a flip-flop and flim-flam, you know, Christian that just hasn't got it right. And that's the real tragedy out there today, Curtis, is we have a lot of Christian in name only. And it's shameful, the, mm. the, the behavior and the sinful things that are going on with people. And, and you know who I'm talking to tonight on this line. Whoever you are, God knows who you are. You know what? If there's sin that has given the enemy a foothold tonight, then you need to get rid of that sin. You need to really put God first. There's so many people that are playing church. And, and I just felt an unction to say that. If you're playing church tonight you know there's a lateness of the hour here and i believe it's really right to uh it's the right thing to do and maybe you know maybe god's not gonna give some people a second chance i just said we don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow we're not promised tomorrow Curtis. tonight could be our last night on this earth and i'm starting to treat every day like that i don't know how many more days i have on air i don't know how many more you know draconian police state meltdown look at the police swooping you know this national police state they now have the situation in manchester every time we have one of these these terrorist events they take a little more of our liberties our little more of our freedom is choked out so we don't know you know we don't know what's going to happen and i i really i have an urgency in my spirit to say listen don't put off what you need to do today if you need to get you know either maybe you're backsliding maybe you're not in a good place with god or maybe you're making a whole lot of excuses out there. Those are the people. I'm just talking freely, whatever the Lord is sharing in my heart to, to speak freely. And as Curtis knows, I'm just very passionate about, you know, us stepping up in the place of authority that we are, because I think it's a, it's a slight, it's a slap in the face. It's, it's a, an affront to what Jesus Christ died to give us. And we're not fully using every 
every weapon that he gave us, every tool, because we're not fighting flesh and blood, Curtis. Amen. You know, you're so right. You're so right. Um, one of the things that I emphasize, especially in my life, and I emphasize here on the radio show, is listen, you know, everything else is, is secondary. You know, you got to really seek what what is the thing that the Lord told us to do. He told us to what? One of the great commissions. He said to cast out devils, you know, raise the dead, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers. That to me is all understanding who you are in Christ Jesus. It's not he didn't say go get married, have a job, work 9 to 5, get rich, have a house, die happy. He didn't say none of that. Matter of fact, no. he said the opposite. <laughs> you know, he said the opposite. <laughs> you guys, this 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 walk that we have is never meant to be a cushy walk. And sis, you know, whenever you were saying that, you know, what you put into this thing is what you're going to give out. Um I like using natural analogies for things. Um, one of the things is actually – you guys might remember this from science school – is Newton's third law of uh, basically <laughs> of, of physics. It says for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Um, that statement holds true in our lives because with the things of God, you know, there's a, there's a cause and effect here that takes place. The more – like Sister Sheila said, the more you put into this thing, the more you're going to get out of it. If you are sitting there at your house or you're, you're, you're complaining to God about why you're not seeing miraculous things happen in your life, you got to look at how much you're putting into him. Are you giving your all or are you only giving just enough to make it to heaven and you know get your salvation and that's where you stop? Because I guarantee you, people that the, – the, the lates and greats that you hear about you know, doing mass deliverances and mass healings and you know, all these other great things, you know, people that are getting healed by coming near their shadow, you got to understand that came with years and years of pouring out blood, sweat, and tears. As, as Sister Sheila, as sure as you know, you know the, the things that you've experienced in, in, in Christ… It came through through perseverance. You know, it wasn't just handed to you on a silver platter. Amen. Oh, I'll tell you what. Hell came to my front door to give you guys that book. So yeah, this is not a kitschy little game, and this is not a game. We're not playing games here. The devil was mopping the floor with me, Curtis, for a lot of years, and I was always living in frustration and not ever living in victory. And I couldn't understand what is going on. I don't understand this. And then I found out. I had a whole lot of curses. I had a lot of generational curses. I couldn't get anything to work if my life depended. I couldn't, like, I didn't have a down payment on a free lunch. And I'm not kidding when I say that. Like, I had no, you just everything was being taken away from me. It was like, I get this great job. I had a master's degree at the time when I worked for environment. And I was making a six-figure income enough as a Supreme Court judge makes, making a very cushy living when I, when I, started learning about man-made global warming and the hoax that is the green agenda and so you know that's a whole other show but I was making a very good living at one time very cushy but you know what I was miserable I was miserable in what I was doing like my spirit was really frustrated and and you know and, and a lot of people aren't even making any money and they're still frustrated so I'm speaking to somebody out there tonight when I'm saying you know what, you might be really going through a major issue right now, and it seems like God is 10,000 miles away like he was the night when I pulled over my car and I just, you know, I literally was on a seven lane, like seven lanes of traffic between the turn lanes, and I just threw my car into park on the side of the road, and I just wept in the ditch one night, and I said, I don't understand. 
why I cannot get things to work in my life, Lord. I don't understand this. And I just had a Job moment. I had a, a David crying out. I mean, a person having a heart after God, but just cannot figure why they're light. It's like a black cloud over my head. And you know what it was, Curtis? And that's why Mark 16, which you mentioned, really is a great commission for us to be doing. It's not an option. You will go and you will do A, B, C, D. Go read Mark 16, what Curtis just said. Start in about 15 and work your way down and read it slowly. This is not a little suggestion. This is the great commission, what we're supposed to do. You know, we're supposed to go preach the kingdom, lay hands on the sick, cast out demons. Yeah, that's right, folks. People actually really do have a demons. Curtis, 73% of the church in a recent statistic, they don't even believe that demons are real or the devil. So, which is, like I said, a whole other show. But here's the deal. When you have generational curses, you have all these open doors and different things where death curses and different things. You know what? The enemy can use those things. He can have a foothold in those areas of your life. And that's why I am so passionate about deliverance ministry is because until I had that broken off me, Curtis, I was never quite free from the bondage and affliction that was just making every day. um, It was not every day was a miserable hell day. And like I said, hell came to my front door to get where we're at. So you're certainly right about this doesn't, this comes at a great cost to do what we do. We don't just jump on the air and decide, oh, I feel like having a show. No, you have to really be called to this ministry. And I'll tell you what, I would not pick this ministry for a million dollars if it was me, just saying. (laughs) Amen. You know, I'm going to have to jump on this real quick with the deliverance thing. And, you know, that's funny. That's actually interesting about that statistic, about how many Christians don't believe in demons or, or, or devil or anything like that. Listen. One of the things I've experienced up there in Canada, I went to this uh, this one this one uh, church that was advertising, you know, next gen worship center, um, Winnipeg, whatever. They were saying, come and receive a miraculous healing touch from God with signs, wonders, and miracles following. Listen to this. One of the things I found out, you know, me and Haley, we went there. We're like, ah, we're gonna go check this out. You know, one Sunday, we were just kind of checking out things. Whenever we got there, one of the first things I saw was the Kundalini spirit all over these people. It wasn't the oh, Holy yeah. Ghost that was operating. They were flailing, wailing. I'm looking at these guys. I said, this is not God. I know this because, listen, I understand about being hit with the power of God. Trust me, you guys. I know what that feels like. I know what the true, authentic presence of the Holy Spirit and the presence of the Father feels like where he shows up. I'm not just talking about when he sends an angel or two or five, but whenever the Father himself shows up in a building or his foot just touches the ground. It's awesome. I'm not going to lie. But what I've experienced is is majority of the churches that don't believe in in, in, in in the supernatural, they don't believe in demons or spirits, they don't believe in deliverance. It's majority of them have been dabbling in the occult, and they have demons. They have spirits. They need deliverance in their life. Um, there's false tongues. Yeah, and there's, there's Curtis, a – Sorry, I just want to say this one thing here because – I don't know, you know, what other people's thoughts are on that. And again, I'm sorry, I'm getting a really bad delay there. It's like you it's are right, just right, silent. Right. <laughs> but, um, you know, if people don't understand this, the kundalini, listen, it is in, rampant in churches today. And that is such an important thing you touched on because this new generation, you know, come and get a touch. You know what? Be careful who's laying hands on you out there. It says don't let anybody lay hands on you suddenly. The scripture tells us that because... 
the kundalini spirit can be in these phrases like, oh, the you know, we just started cackling and laughing like a hyena or cackling like a chicken or these, you know, these people that slither around like a snake. Listen, the Holy Ghost is a gentleman, not some kind of weirdo. So let's just get that straight. You're not seeing people that are laughing hysterically or, you know, these drunk fests where they're all laid out in the aisle. No, that's not God. I'm just going to give you a big news bomb right there. That is not God. God is a God of order. He's not a God of complete crazy making. And so that stuff is really goofy. When you see that kind of stuff, no, God's not a goofy God. He doesn't just make people fall and just start hysterically laughing. Oh, I can just see it because I've had all these emails. And you know what? Keep your emails because people email me all the time. Oh, the Shekinah glory. You know what? Forget about the Shekinah glory. That word doesn't even exist in the Bible. That's a Kabbalistic Jewish term. And it is a devilish spirit, and I believe it's probably linked to the kundalini. It's like chanting and visualization, and people start vibrating and doing weird stuff. Listen, Curtis, there there has to be an understanding of these terms like slain in the spirit. Trust me, I too have got hit with the power of God. But you know the difference. I, I think a veteran believer knows the difference of being between being hit with the power of God and just being, you know, something weird is going on where you're shaking or vibrating or you know, your teeth are chattering or you're having convulsions. None of that stuff is God. And, the, you know, all this, this chanting and yoga and mysticism and Eastern meditation, that's part of the kundalini. But the other part of it is false signs and wonders, Curtis. So I just wanted to make that distinction. Amen. You know, I'm glad you did because, okay, listen, guys, we, the majority of the listeners out here, you guys know to stay away from this stuff. But we need to educate the church, like who is the church? You and I, obviously, we are the church. We are the living God. Um, sorry, you guys. My phone, my dad's trying to get a hold of me, so just ignore that. But um, it's so sad because majority of churches today, they, they, they've they accepted this. They've rolled over, and they've gotten demasculated. Let, let's face it. They got castrated. The church has got castrated today. They're ignorant of the enemy's devices. It says, you know, be not ignorant. Um, there's another place in Scripture that, that I, I've read not too long ago, and sorry, I can't tell you exactly where at, but you know what? That's a good homework assignment for you. Um, it says that the children of darkness are more shrewd than the children of light, and this should not be so. This is, this is, the, the, this is the words of Jesus. That word shrewd, basically um, – <laughs> My dad's really trying to get a hold of me. Sorry, guys. Uh, what that is basically meaning is they are more calculating, they're more cunning, they're more sly than the children of light, which is supposed to be you and I. So you guys, listen, sis, I'm glad you did bring that up because there's so much there that we need to start educating the body of Christ about. Don't just say, oh, salvation. Salvation is one part of the whole story. We need to get in there. We need to tell them, train and equip them about the things of the Spirit. Amen? Well, I'll tell you, a lot of things you're saying tonight are really confirmation of things that I have conversations I've had with close personal pastor friends this week. And amen, absolutely. We were just, Carla and I were just talking about that scripture you just said. The, and I don't know what scripture it is either, but, you know, it, it's, it is a good homework assignment. You know, and that's true, though. I mean, we, why are we always the head? You know, not the tail. Somebody just said that, oh, you know, we're supposed to be pr- prospering and blessed coming in, blessed going out. That is true, but I think, Curtis, the problem is it goes back to this this mishmash from the pit of hell or hell's kitchen theology, you want to call it, all these word, you know, word-faced people that are totally misconstruing and butchering the word of God to suit 
their own little agenda for their coffers to be filled. And, you know, here's the other thing, though, that you got these religious spirits out there that think everything should be free. They got a real poverty spirit on them, too. So you got the whole other ilk that, you know, is really has a problem and Christians do well, too. So I have a problem with that crowd and I have a problem with the other end of the continuum. We got a whole lot of religious spirits and jealousy and people that just have a whole lot of religious spirits and people need to get delivered from those spirits. And deliverance is not a one-time event. That is a lifelong process. It's like peeling away the layers of an onion. It takes time. It's not a one and done situation. So it's just really important for people to understand that, you know, a lot of times a key element of praying and again, Curtis, I was talking about this the week. I mean, people are Christians. This is Christians that are praying are leaving out a major thing all together. So that's where it makes all the difference. When you are wanting to have a more powerful and successful prayer life and want to see more results, because a lot of people go, you know, I prayed and prayed and that was prophesied over me 10 years ago and I haven't seen that and prayer doesn't really work and forget about this. And I get that. But you know what? God did intend for you to have victory and not just this little kumbaya, let's hold hands, let's have a group hug. I'm talking about major victory in all the areas of your life, like you just said, Curtis. I mean, you might not be a millionaire, but guess what? You know, this is not, we're just not throwing this out there to say, oh, isn't that nice? We have we have favor with God and we're blessed coming in and we're the head, not the tail. No, this is serious stuff, Curtis, does give us supernatural favor. But, you know, I think, you know, if a witch... I always say this was going to grab somebody out there tonight listening. If somebody, you know, came up to you and said, hey, we'd love to draft you into our witch coven. They would be showing you your power, your authority, your dominion, what you have access to. Man, you would learn the gambit in the, probably the first day. But in the church, is anybody talking about actually doing spiritual warfare and, you know, storming the enemy's camp and engaging in, in spiritual warfare and, kicking your adversary the devil's butt no no one is teaching that in church so that's why we have sort of this this clown cotton candy candy cane christianity curtis is because no one is being taught this stuff so other you have this weak and anemic christian body and i think god's got to be disgusted with that and so it's just it's so urgent to be learning you know the part where you're praying to god that's one thing but the one thing in, in your prayer life that maybe is missing is warfare is when you're addressing the enemy. And that is the part where you're leaving it out. So let's review that. Warfare prayer is where you're addressing the enemy. You're storming the enemy's camp. You're binding. You're loosing. You're laying the smack down on the enemy, beating him down with the blood of Jesus, which, by the way, we should be doing every day instead of the other way around. But the other part of it is, you know, the prayer is, that's when you're addressing God. The warfare part of it is being left out where we're addressing the enemy. Does that make sense, Curtis? Yes. Basically, brothers and sisters, what she's saying in a nutshell, thank you, sis. Um, you're going from, put it this way, simple. Prayer, defensive. Warfare, offensive. Instead of saying, God, help me, you're turning from the lamb to the lion. You're saying, no, now devil i am mad as heaven and i'm coming after you that's basically the difference in how we should see ourselves all right i'm glad you brought that up too sis because <laughs> you know this is confirmation on so many different levels so many levels um listen brothers well, and sisters and many of you that... go ahead oh go ahead there, there was this point i was a... no, sorry, sorry go, go ahead, ahead. Go ahead sis. Go ahead. 
Well, listen, it, but listen, a lot of people are expecting God to do what God is already given us the authority to do. And I think I'm speaking tonight to somebody out there. Stop being, you know, a weak and anemic, good old gutless Christian saying, God, why won't you do something? God, why won't you do something? That's what I sounded like on the side of the, the road so many years ago when I was throwing a tenter tamper in the middle of a ditch on the way to Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, in the middle of four, minus 40 weather. Go look that up in your, felt, your Fahrenheit or your Celsius, whatever. That's cold weather. That is so cold that you can't breathe after one minute. And here I'm having a temper tantrum in, you know, three feet of snow on the side of a, a busy highway. Because guess what God said to me? I just kept yelling, why aren't you doing something? Why won't you do something? And God said to me, why don't you do something? And I went, huh? It was long enough to quit crying and having a temper tantrum. Well, what do you mean, I said. And he said, listen, I gave you the rod of authority. Why don't you go read Exodus 14? And it was very, it was a convicting spirit that I gave you the rod of authority. And why are you not using it? It's like, oh, dear God, I pray I won't be sick. I pray that you would... You don't want me to have this cancer. Listen, God does not want anybody to have cancer. What kind of sick person, twisted God, would God be if that was the case? Cancer is an infirmity. It's a spirit. And I do truly believe that. There might be some people listening that don't agree with that. I believe that every illness and infirmity and disease and sickness is a spirit of infirmity. And so, you know what? That's another separate debate. But tonight, I really want to encourage you, if you you know, are saying that same thing to God. Why aren't you doing something, God? Why are you just letting me, you know, I'm just floundering out here in the middle of the ocean. I need a life jacket. I need some help. God has given you the rod of authority, and he is waiting for you to pick that up and step up to the plate and say, okay, you know what? You're right. Because God did say, behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing by any means shall hurt you. So, Again, Curtis, I want to encourage people with that tonight. Take your rod of authority and go do what God commissioned you to do. Amen. And listen, um, brothers and sisters, uh, this woman knows what she's talking about. I stand behind what Sister Sheila says a thousand percent, not because she's on the show with me, because I really do believe with what this is why we're connected. I don't just connect with anybody because they got they got a big show because they're famous. I don't care who you are, but. It's talking about like 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 minded kindred spirit. Um, you guys go check out uh, sis. Before we get going here, because I know you got you got a prayer group you got to get ready for and, and and a bunch of other stuff this afternoon. Before I let you go, give out your contact information, how people can get a hold of you, and how people can purchase your book. Okay, well it's one stop shop. Just go to Weekend Vigilante, all one word. WeekendVigilante.com. You can click on the books. There's a a page for my contact. Email me. Let me know you heard me. You know, let me know you heard about in Curtis's show tonight. And the first two people that email me tonight, I'll send you a signed copy of Power Prayers. It's a powerful compendium. Compendium. And also, Curtis, if anybody's interested, I'm actually jumping literally in the next three minutes from this over to a prayer call. If anyone wants to join us on the Wednesday night prayer call, it's short notice, but if they go to powerprayers.ca, that's Charlie Alpha, powerprayers.ca, click on join us in prayer every Wednesday night. We pray for the nation. We pray for, you know, every, anyone that has some special, uh, really serious prayer requests. I'm not talking about, oh, I just pray that, you know, pray that my, 
my day is going to go well. No, if somebody has a serious thing going on, we will pray on that. But it's mostly, you know, with spiritual warfare, we coming against all these witches and stuff tonight that are subsequently, as we speak, these covens are, are casting spells. And by the way, uh, if people sign up, uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. I've got a big contest going on too, Curtis. So we can vigilante.com, one-stop shop, all my social media icons, the books, the contact, everything is there. And um, I'm just about to jump on a prayer call. So if people want to, if you, Hey, if you're a power, you know, war, power warrior out there tonight or prayer, you know what? Why do I say that? We should all be prayer warriors actually. Boy, I, that's, <laughs> Hey, thank you for that Lord. <laughs> Hey, if you want to join us in prayer, let me just put it this way. We're going over to the war room right away here. So, again, uh, powerprayers.ca, there's a, there's a page that says join us in prayer, and we do that every Wednesday night. So it was a blessing. Curtis, it is so good to talk to you. I'm looking forward to us doing some kind of a maybe First Nations uh, event or gathering sometime in the future, do some hands-on deliverance, break people. Anybody could come, really, but... You know, I think there's something, um, my father's First Nations, and um, I'm from the Montana Brown, uh, well, I call them Brownfoot, but they're actually really called the Blackfoot. I have kind of light skin, so I call myself a Brownfoot. But honestly, there's something to the spiritual oppression that uh, Native people are under. That's a whole other show. But I look forward to some, you know, future events where we can get together and do some hands-on uh, healing, casting out demons, and doing the good Mark 16 ministry, Curtis. God bless you guys. Good night. God bless you, sis, and thank you for coming on. Well, uh, listen, brothers and sisters, that's all we got here for today. Definitely, Sister Sheila, we will be in touch. Um, the next show, we guys are going to have, uh, you know, power uh, power from oppression. Um Listen, brothers and sisters, you guys heard it here. With that being said, I love and appreciate you guys. Always remember, stand tall before man, battle low before God. Don't forget to tune in to this coming Saturday for another edition of Prayer and Prophecy Night here on Warrior Radio Broadcast Network. God bless you guys, and see you soon. This is Shalom. Aha. Shalom, shalom